You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. What'd you get there? That's a warm fuzzy. Wow. It's creepy, the Christmas ghoul. Drove downtown in the rain. 9.30 on a Friday morning Just to yeah. go to the Steve Page Gig in London gig Hey, in Reg London. Hiya Alright You alright? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm alright, I'm alright It's, it's you know, several days ago if you'd have asked me that I, I don't know what my answer would have been Really? Giggly like a schoolboy That, right, so, yeah Hi everyone Hello I'm Dan everybody I am Reg <laughs> and we are on a Steve Page high right now <laughs> Um, so last week we were saying that we were going to go see Steve Page. Who's Steve Page? I hear you ask. He was the main singer from Bare Naked so, Ladies. Yeah, um, everyone knows one week. Everyone watches the Big Bang Theory, so everyone knows the theme from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, and for those who live in, who live in the UK, yeah. last year's Argos advert was "It's all been done." It wasn't last year. That was years ago. It was last year as well. It they redid it again. They yeah. brought it back. Yeah. Wow. I know. No way. But yeah, they're, um, the Bare Naked Ladies are a Canadian band who are just, they're, they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. And it's probably one of one of the many reasons for mine and Reg's friendship, I think. Yes, so, that was actually the main reason yeah, to start off it. with. Right, I'll give him a chance now. He looked like a bit of an idiot. I wasn't going to talk to him, but, but this, this guy has Bare Naked Ladies on his iPod. There, there was two things that me and you got invested in so i i started off work experience in the game shop where yeah, we where worked. used to work um and literally so walked in um started saying hello to everyone and then dan was like oh so what sort of games to play and i was like one well, of my favorite game is shenmue and he was like oh, i love shenmue you've got a dreamcast and i was like yeah so we started chatting stuff about shenmue for ages yes. and then randomly they pinch me um <laughs> Maroon, like yeah. the the one you can download from. So Ed and Steve start start talking in the middle of it. Started playing on the yeah. shop floor. In the, basically, in the days of Napster, um, Bernie ladies decided they would beat the the legal downloaders by releasing a version of this of their new single, Pinch Me, um, Pinch Me, off Maroon um, in two thousand. After about thirty seconds, they they just started talking, and then they were like, you know, saying, "Oh, like, well done for finding this on Napster." You know, I mean. It's, very illegal, but yeah, it's all right. If you want to listen to our song, we, we understand. Anyway, back to the song. You go back to it, and then you keep flicking back. And it's really funny, and I wish I still had it. It's yeah, probably on the internet somewhere. I well wish I still had that copy. <laughs> yeah. Hi, folks. This is Stephen Page. This is Tyler Stewart. We're two members of Bare Naked Ladies, and although you thought you were downloading our new single, what you're actually downloading is an advertisement for our new album, Maroon. It comes out uh, September 12th, and... Uh, after that point, I'm sure you can download lots of stuff from our record. But until then, you're just going to get lots of stuff with us bugging you. We fooled you, huh? We're sneaky like that. You can never trust a Canadian. Next thing you know, we'll be supplying your natural resources. But, um, yeah, I think I got the proper version at, at some point as well. And, um, yeah, and that was on the um, one of my many CDs, my mix CDs I used to make for, for work. It was indeed, yeah. and I was just... Going away, I think I was ripping the barcodes off magazines at the mm-hmm. time because I was behind the counter, and then all of a sudden, Pinch Me started playing. I was like, "Oh my god, this is Pinch Me!" And you were like, "You know the Bare Naked Ladies?" And I was like, "Do I know the Bare Naked Ladies?" <laughs> and then we got on like a house on fire. The week later, you were like, "Do you want to come see Chore and Breaks?" Yeah. And I was like, 
I would love to go to a gig with you. And that was it. Our friendship blossomed from there. There you go. Reg climbed on my shoulders at the Sharing Breaks gig. Yeah. And I kept him on there for about two, two and a half songs. I'm not quite sure how. (laughs) (laughs) That was crazy. Mm. But going back anyway to the original point. So Friday. So, yeah. The, the the point is, we we both love the Burning Ladies, as yes. do many Canadians mm-hmm. and several other people around the world. Yes. Um, and they've been over here many, many, many times. I think we saw them when they were a, a full unit yeah. together four or five times, I think, maybe. Easily five. At least. Cause oh, because we, we did fact, three on one tour. Yeah, we did three on one yeah. tour and we went to and like this, two or three tours. Back in the days when, you know, we no one had mortgages or, or anything really to worry about. We were just like, oh, let's go and see them three times. Let's go to Birmingham and Leeds and Manchester. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's fun. Back when we could do that. I mean, you'd never, you'd never get us going to three gigs on one tour nowadays, though, Reg. Can you Wait imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah. This is exactly what we're doing. So we, right. we're recording this. Before the third and yes. UK finale, well, England's finale, Stephen yes, Page gig. Glasgow. Um, before he goes off to Glasgow. Yeah. Um, so, so, have we set the scene of Bernick Ladies yet? Yes. Basically, yeah, yeah. One week, if I had a million dollars, Brian Wilson, which is a song I sung at the beginning, and they're amazing. And we, and you, you, you knew them from growing up with your uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. So, yeah. I've, well, in fact, if you want to know the backstory, the best thing to do is go on our YouTube page. Okay. And literally just and have a quick... Yeah, just go and have a look at my with interview with Ed, Ed Robertson. Robertson from the Bennick Ladies, yes, where I regale the tale of how I got to know them through the beautiful guitar skills mm. and just the sheer, yeah. sheer love of now, decent music. I am not entirely ashamed, but very slightly ashamed to say that I found them through one week... <laughs> Yeah, as is a lot of people. But, but the main not? thing is, you found them exactly because and you stuck end, with end of the them. day, how else would you kind of find them around that era? I think you've either got to be introduced to them, which I didn't, I couldn't, you know, or you 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 find a song, and that song was like amazing, and it was. But I did find it before um, it was over here. Cause I used to try, go to America every like every year or a couple of times a year, and um, you watched American Pie. No, it was before that. Um, there was basically, I remember hearing this song one week and going, it's amazing. And then buying Stunt in Best Buy. Ooh, might have been nice. best. See, the Best Buy is Circuit City. But um, the best thing is these, these shops, they used to kind of, whenever there was a new release or a popular release, they would battle against each other to be like, no, come buy from us, we're cheap. To the point where CDs would go down to $6.99, $4.99. Wow. And I remember getting it for $6.99. And uh, and loving it, Absolutely the best six ninety nine you yeah. would have spent, especially because it was like um, a bit of a, like a special edition. The two disc one, it has got like three different versions of Brian Wilson. On no, because that's the one you've got. Oh, yeah. I've got the one that's got um, long way back home, long way back home, and um, where she's on time. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Um, Which is weird because when you ever try and explain anyone like Benic Ladies to anyone, you're always like you'll know through through some stuff but they, they don't always do like everyone calls um one week as like a comedic sort of like yeah. weird song like they don't always do that and yeah, then because they're going about ch- chinese chicken and stuff oh, yeah and crazy. then literally whenever i'm doing it with dave dave's like yeah they don't always sing songs about that they sing songs about monkeys on postcards mm-hmm. um a girl who's literally just on a period they, they sing lots of really <laughs> fun things i'm like you're not helping the cause no. here because they always they like their favorite my favorite ever songs in just in the world ever the two of them are 
um, What a Good Boy and Break Your Heart, which are beautiful, beautiful songs. Yeah. And What a Good Boy is going to really be our first dance like. uh, song. And it was, the, you know, it was the, just the absolutely majestic songwriters, Steve and Ed, together. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Yes. When I was born, they looked at me and said, What a good boy, what a smart boy, what a strong boy. When you were born, they looked at you and said, What a good girl, what a smart girl, what a pretty girl. We've got these chains hanging around us. And yeah, so that's that's because I'm excited and I want to talk about no, we, this. We, 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 we've got to get the, it's, there's a journey to get there, Reg. Oh, right, okay. So, so so we went to see Benic ladies lots, 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 and lots, lots and lots. I went lots. to see him without you. You did. I went to see him in, on New Year's in, Eve yeah, in Tampa. In <laughs> that was fun. And I didn't tell you till I got back, though. That was nice. No, because you played the footage of it yeah, on the uh, right. video. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, right. you son of a bitch. <laughs> you and, you, and you even like turned the camera or something to yourself. You were like, don't hate me, Reg. And I turned it back and I'm like, I yeah, hate you so much right now. I used right to do, like, you know, I'd show everyone the photos and stuff. And everyone hates, like, oh, someone's going through photo slideshow. But these guys, Nina, Reg... They, every time I'd come back, would be like, oh, yeah, video night, photo night, great. Because it was an event. It was fun. We'd have, like... We used to get fruit yeah. roll-ups. Yeah, fruit roll-ups. Oh, aren't you stuff. going to eat it? Yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> that's definitely a Bare Naked Ladies reference. That is Rock Spectacle, Bare Naked. Yes. Um, for you right there. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember not telling you. And that, that was one of the hardest things I've, nev- I've, I've managed to keep secret up until that moment, just for that joke. Just so I could be like, oh yeah, oh by the way, yeah, we went to see the Benning Ladies on New Year's Eve. Red, sorry, <laughs> that, that hurt me for ages. That did. <laughs> it was amazing as well. Um, Good, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but anyway, um, many many albums, many tours. We saw them all. We saw the Christmas tours. We saw the um, Army and Our Men um, tours. Everything for everyone, and then. And did they do a snack time tour? We no. definitely. I'm sure I've heard some snack time songs. We did live. hear some snack time songs. Mm. Um, snack time but, was a kids album they did, which is brilliant. But that. that that was on the end of the army. Yes. Amen. Yes. So around that time, they released this kids album, and then Stephen Stephen Page, who um, he's basically the the, the the lead singer Stephen Page, and he also plays guitar. And then there's a lead guitarist Ed Robertson who also sings. Mm-hmm. Um, but one is, but each is better at their own thing. And Which Steve, they, they actually admit yeah, in their yeah. book that it's, they've done. There you go, then. The bare naked truth. Wow, yeah. So, Steve is all, you know, I mean, Reg, it's not not an exaggeration to say you got, you're a bit obsessed with Stephen Page. Yes. Um, and he got into a little bit of trouble. He was found with... Um, some cocaine on him or something like that um, got arrested and obviously he was in all the news um, and that's not really a good kind of uh, image for a band that's just released a kids album or is kind of generally regarded as quite a family friendly band yeah and the, the the main sticking point with this is as the hearing was going through they had a residency at Disney um, and, Dis- oh, right. and Disney yeah, were saying Disney well we don't want you there because obviously you're going through the yeah. trial. Um, 
And so they lost work from it. Yeah. Basically. Now, how many of you people at home were like, take that fans? And then uh, Robbie Williams announced he was leaving, and you, you you just cried your eyes out and had to have time off work and call Samaritans and and all that. So um, Reg was in work. <laughs> I knew that at some point this would come up. Again. Of course, um, we got so, to set the bedding lady story. So, really. Yeah, so I I rocked up to work in my um, and like literally it was about a half hour drive, and the place we used to work at on a motorbike. Yeah, on a motorbike. Mm-hmm. Very important. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I rocked up to work, like taking all my gear off, and we had this thing on the um, on the computers, which was worked for a debt collection company, and we had this thing called Debt Track, which was like on the front screen had all the news um, that was going through, and it was all like random news. It wasn't like the most important news, like if mm. you know bombings in Kuwait or something. We won't get that. No, but we will get really random pieces of news. Like one of them, which I genuinely thought was a lie, there was about eight or nine lads that were all like sat ready for me to rock up and be like, ah, how do you feel now? Steve Page has gone from the ladies. I'm like, what? Steve Page has left the ladies. I'm like, no, he hasn't. And why would you guys know this? Why would you know? It's on Deck Track News. I was like, that's bullshit. I was on the website before. And like, (laughs) they're not. They, that's, that. This was before so, Twitter and yeah, stuff. This was, was a big before thing because... social media was big. <laughs> um, and I was like, that, no, sorry, you're lying. And I went up and read it and I was like, oh my God. And he went straight on their MySpace to find out if it was true. Yeah. And, and in fact, I, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting well upset here. So I went to the toilet mm-hmm. for a little bit, did a little cry, not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> and when I say little cry, I bawled my fucking eyes out like a take <laughs> that fan. Um, sent down about 10,000 messages, like text mm. messages. I think I used up most of my credit at that point. Um, just be like, he's gone. Why is he gone? Oh my God, he's gone. And I was really upset. And I came back and I was like, this is bullshit. Can I have a holiday to my boss? And he was like, well, no, you can't. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to fucking continue like this. I said, this is, this is like the biggest piece of news for me. I never like lost anyone by that point. Mm. So never had like sadness. You didn't have like a dead hamster sort of, or like, something like that. No. no? Not when I was old enough to care, no. anyway. But like, I've <laughs> oh well, on to the next one. I've just like, yeah, never had anything big like that mm. just happen. And I know it sounds daft. We're like, oh my god, you bawled your eyes out over that. Um, but it was just, it was dead upset for me because I've followed them since I've been about eight or something, yeah. and I've just genuinely like loved so much being part of the BNL family. I'm like, this is amazing. And then having that news, I'm like, oh my god. Mm. that's not right and i was like i need to have a fucking holiday like, give me the holiday now and i've got plenty plenty of holiday days and like no you need to give us at least like 48 hours notice where you can take holidays. like no 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 give me a holiday now and then my team leader at the time was like i wouldn't i wouldn't really trust you going home either not the fact that you know you can't have the holiday but what i can give you is this and then slipped me a bit of paper that had the Samaritan's telephone number on, and he was like, I recommend calling these. And I was like, I recommend you fuck right off. Wow. I was well upset. And then I finished work, loaded up WoW, World of Warcraft, put on Bare Naked Ladies, and downed a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I did. <laughs> it was a very upsetting time wow. for me, that. For ages, I was like, this, this isn't right. Mm. And then they released a really bad album called All so, In Good Time yeah. after that, yeah. which had one song on it, which was amazing, called You Run Away, which is, I think, Ed's mm. way of dealing with the whole Steve situation. Um, and he references it in the new song, Canada, uh, Canada Dry, as well. Oh, right. um, he references that 
part of it is about Steve leaving and how they've now come mm. to terms with everything and whatnot. Yeah. We were shining like Aurora Borealis, like Sid sipping from the Stanley Chalice, falling in a bus across the USA. Dumb enough to think that it would stay that way. Lounging in the living room in Long John's. More distant than Victoria to St. John's. Trying to use a record to repair my heart. I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to start again. My friend, you're leaving me high and Canada dry. I'm out of your head and I'm losing my mind. Listening to me is making me cry. You're leaving me high. And I was like, wow, that's like a, that's a huge blow to a beautiful song, but it's just like Ed going, I've tried to do everything for you, yeah, but you just run. still, you just, you left. Mm. Like, why did you leave me? We're, we're trying to do everything for you. Leave me with just, these guys. And you've just gone. And like, I was like, that is really upsetting. Um, and then Steve Page released um, Vanity Project and... Well, the Vanity Project... Although it was well, well before, before that, actually, because yeah. I was still in game at yes. the time. Van- no, so, I mean, the first thing he released, so it was quite quiet on the page front and then he released a we started touring with a, a group called the art of time and some yes um, uh, like acid funk jazz band. yeah and and basically they, they did a a concert um called the singer must die where they just did cover versions of songs yes. um like there's an amazing version of paranoid android that's the one i always kind of single out you do yeah i love it <laughs> I, love that. I, I love that song and then the fact that Stephen page is singing it um and plus it's probably the one that Everyone would know if they heard it. Um, and then they released it at a, as a studio album and, a, and also a live album. Um, and then eventually, I got work out that he, well. yeah, Reg, eventually the Reg got a signed copy. <laughs> and then eventually, um, he announced he was releasing a solo album. Yeah. Page one. Um, and it Where's was, begun? it wasn't too long, I think, after All in Good Time came out, the Bare Naked Ladies one, because I just remember, definitely remember comparing them. And being like, this album's terrible, like to the Bernie Ladies. Ladies one. And the Steve Page album is just magnificent. It, it, it is. It's not even just like, oh, yeah, I can see a little bit. It is. That is the album that you would have wanted if, the, you know, if they'd have carried on as Bernie Ladies, that's exactly the album you'd have got. Yeah. Just shows how much of it was him that he could just step away and just carry on doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's absolutely brilliant. Amazing. Um, and I'm not saying that Ed and the other guys aren't capable of it, because clearly they are, because then the follow-up, Grinning, uh, Streak. Grinning Streak and then Silverball, were great, I mean, like really, really good albums, really good solid Bare Ladies albums. They just needed to find their their niche, their groove. And it, and that's got a slightly different feel, but yeah, still it, a good feel. You, you don't have, like with, with Steve being in the ladies, hmm. and he does it so well with, with the new new material as well, it's so dark lyric wise. Yeah, some of it but is. But the absolutely. tune is so happy on songs. Yeah. Like, like some of them is like surprise, surprise and stuff. It's just like, it's got really dark mm. undertones. Even like Man, man Child. Yeah, Man Child and as well. It's a song about um, it, it, him staying at home all day um, in his pants watching Netflix when he's supposed to be working um, as an artist because he's, a, you know, a musician writing music and his wife goes off to work. Um, a proper proper job comes back and just sees him sitting around in his pants all day 
and looks at his Netflix queue and he's watched like 14 episodes of Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the story he tells at the gigs, by the way. So, yes. um, and, um, and the song is, you know, like, well, you know, I'm, I'm a man child. And it's kind of, you know, a bit of sarcasm to it, but it's, it's very, it's, it's all about an, an argument with his wife about it, but it's such yeah. a, an upbeat, happy song. And it's just, you can't help but That's just, it, la, la, la. Cause he Sing makes art. Yeah, when exactly. inspiration comes my way. Bearnaked Ladies, you went to see them after they split the the All in Good Time tour. So I, you were, yeah, I had this this horrible thing. So you you weren't so, prepared for for goodness anyway. I think, but it didn't matter. No, I was I was worried. Yeah, but at the same time, I just got with Ash. Right, and Ash was like, "Oh my god, you love the Bearnaked Ladies! Like we are going. Let's I bought your tickets. It. I've told Crabman. Mm-hmm. Crabman's coming with us as well. And I'm like, Dan, where are you? And you're like, I'm on holiday. I can't. I'm like, I can't. Oh my god! I don't want to do. Uh, I can't. I just don't no, want. No one to else go. will understand. But I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, right. I'm going to have to. Two newbies. I'm going to have to go with Ash, and Ash is so excited to see my reactions mm. to seeing the Bare Naked Ladies live because I've always said that's my happy zone. Yeah, is was watching the ladies live. No matter how bad you feel or how shit your week's been, stick on a Bare Naked Ladies album mm. with Steve, and it's just it cheers you up yes. no end. No matter what happens, it and always does live. It's like you know they'll they'll play over the course of two hours. They might play fifteen songs. Yeah, because um, the will be about strong. about thirty to forty minutes within that of just them talking. Yeah, like, doing little jingles. Yeah, exactly. Medleys. Um, yeah, and you know just making up stuff off off the of the head, doing bare naked raps as they call them. Yeah. Um, like the, the the great thing about there's a, a one of the tours, well, a couple of the tours where they uh, released every single gig. Uh, as a download or you could buy it as a cd yeah and and one one tour you could buy it immediately after if you you bought like a usb stick you yeah. just waited about 20 minutes after gig finished and then they came out and went yeah there's your usb sticks um so we've got all these all these recordings of all these amazing bare naked raps and one of them i, I the, my favorite one is Dog puncher of course, that's an amazing one. That wasn't what I was going for. Oh, is it not? But that's true. It was, it was, they were in Liverpool, and he said, last time I was in Liverpool, um, I was just walking in the park, and I saw a man punch his dog. <laughs> and then <laughs> whenever they start telling the stories, the other band members, you just hear this little boom, 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 boom. Like they'll be playing a bit of music in the background, and everyone will join in. And then suddenly, they'll just start singing. This dog puncher out in the streets of Liverpool. I still have memories of the last time I was here, I saw a guy punch out his dog. So I just, I think about that when I walk around here. I think. And, and people say, oh, if I had seen that, well, I would have taken that guy to... T-. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Because then he would have used his dog to punch you out. Just 
just a short block or right here I went for a walk I was feeling no fear till I saw a man with a little dog and then his dog lunged for a little hot dog he said what the fuck do you think you're doing lifted him up and punched his eyes bluing black made his dog go and I walked away And um, yeah, the, like even though they are spur of the moment songs that, that it, clearly they've not spent any time writing them, they are still memorable. We will still sing along to them because yeah. they're that good. They're incredible. Yeah, I, I, it was more I, the, I played um, Dog Puncher for the people in work <laughs> the other day, and everyone was it's like, an example. "What's going on?" Yeah. And I was like, "This is what the light live. It's just all sorts of mentalness." I, I love, I just, I love the um, the singing about where the emergency exits are. Ah, right, and, okay. Yeah. I think that's that's, that's a brilliant one. But in, but anyway, um, the thing is, these are all songs that ninety nine point nine percent of of fans will never hear. Because you kind of you downloaded the gig you went to, yeah, and I bet there's some gold. There's some absolute genius. But you never get to hear them exactly. But the point is, that's what most of a gig is, yeah. um, and it was very much you know at the front of the stage, Ed and Steve bouncing off each other, and the other guys would come in. Yeah. You know, they're they're all a bit a bit more reserved, apart from Tyler, but Tyler's kind of <sighs> stays quiet until. He'll just explode. And yeah, be, like, until he's yeah, needed. <laughs> exactly. And he's brilliant. He's a drummer and he's crazy. Well, it's but the drummer. The, the, the point is, then you suddenly lose Steve. You lose this integral part of that. And, you know, who's going to fill the space? Mm. You think, oh, you know, I'm not sure there are that many. That, they've, that the rest of them have got that in them. So that first tour... Clearly, they hadn't yet. They hadn't got it yet. No. No. And I, no. And that was probably... I'm not sure playing the songs... They sounded good, apart from they were suddenly like, why is Kev singing Steve's parts? Why is this happening? Why is this? When, when you got back and you're like, how actually was it? Yeah. I just lost it with I was like, how dare they? He fucking sang the old apartment. Like, Kev, Kev you cannot do really? the old fucking apartment, Kev. Your voice is so weak, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And you sound like a child. And you're you know, that, that's his thing. That is his thing. He's got this really croaky voice. Yeah. Sings a bit like this. And, and you can't do Steve's it. Like, got him, this. him and Ed doing um, the old apartment was just all sorts of wrong. Mm. And then they've loud they like in the interview we did with them mm. uh, with Ed. He was saying, "Yeah, we've sort of learned what songs we do now and what songs we don't." Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, you should have known that before you bust out. I'm just glad <laughs> Reg, he didn't Reg do Break Your Heart. Inside. If, if Kev was like, I think I'm going to do Break Your enough. Heart, I would have jumped up on that stage and snapped his they, fucking They neck. knew straight away there were certain songs that are like, they're, they're done now. We're, yeah. They're off limits. Like, they, they are Steve songs. Yes, exactly. The old apartment being one of them. Yeah. Because that is a, like his voice, his operatically trained voice mm. is just so... Mm beautiful and powerful yeah, and strong exactly. and deep yeah it's just beautiful yes um so this gig didn't have any of that it had bad no. versions of those songs yes. and it had and hardly not, any not that much banter no um but then the next tour and you know everything since then has been almost like classic ladies i've, I've absolutely loved the other gigs that we've been to since then they've yeah. been great Really, really good, and the albums again are awesome. But Steve 
while he's do- popped up doing the odd show around Canada and stuff and a bit of a North America tour and things like that. Um, I mean, this happened eight years ago, the split, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and the last tour he did before that was about two years before that. Yeah, he hasn't, 10 years since yeah, he'd been back. hasn't been to the UK in 10 years. Um, and we're all just like, you know, is he ever going to turn up? Is he ever going to come? He's never released anything over here either. You could import his stuff from his website. Mm-hmm. So the, the fans, the diehard fans have clearly done that. Yeah, but he's never actually released the albums. Copy. So his kind of... It's, you'd think, oh, his star's waning a little bit. You know, the the fans might forget him. But no. <laughs> and as it turns out, so he finally announced four months ago, five months ago, he was doing yeah, a UK mate. tour of about 11, 12 dates or something like that. That's quite mm. a lot. Quite a lot yeah. of shows. Think about, yeah, 10, 10 or 11. Um, two, in, two in Scotland. I don't think he's going to Ireland. I forget. Yeah. Now, um, and one thing he did do, um, which I missed. So last year he um, he came on vacation to to London with his his family, and he he just decided, oh, do you know what? I'm gonna I haven't been over here for a while, so I'm gonna just do a little impromptu gig somewhere, just a bit of busking, um, Regent's Park. I'm gonna be there at this time. Anyone wants to turn up? Um, Red Sport train tickets, and then slept in. <laughs> Was that about right? <laughs> I don't want to talk about no, this, Dan. Let's, but, let's not do this. But that's what he did. And he did, you know, rocked off with an acoustic guitar. Um, and a, a guy turned up with a, what's it called? A kajar? A kajol? A, it's a box. That yeah, you kajon. Which, kajon. Yeah, which I figured out from the set list. <laughs> yeah. That's yes, what kajon stood kajon. for. It's the box guy. Yeah. Yes. Or, otherwise known as Liam McDermott, who who does the no, Steve McKinnon? Page. McKinnon. McKinnon, is it? Either so he way. does the Steve Page fans yes, um, the, the, Twitter account. Yes, exactly. He um he plays Cajon or Cajun or whatever the hell it's called uh, yeah, for Steve, which is just a big cardboard box that he sits on and uh, wooden, wooden box, box yeah. not cardboard, wooden box and just beats it. Yeah, like, I could do that. It. I would love to do that. Totally I would be that. too happy though mm. on that thing. I couldn't concentrate enough. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm playing with Steve. Boom, 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 yes. boom, 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 boom. And it would just be horrendous. Exactly. So I think we might be finally at the kind of, oh, we're almost at the gig. So they announced these gigs and we're like, ooh, amazing, Manchester, yeah. Ooh, Birmingham's not fast. Should we do Birmingham as well? And Reg's like, yes, let us do Birmingham. I, I don't even understand why he asked these questions. He should have just went, Reg. <laughs> we're doing man- We're doing these. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. So we bought tickets for Manchester, bought tickets for Birmingham. And then I remember looking on his, on his Facebook um because he put up, like, tickets are available now, guys. And then everyone's, like, got tickets for this gig, the tickets for this gig. And I saw someone going, oh, yeah, got VIP for Manchester. I'm like, what? VIP? He's doing VIP now. And I had a look. Nothing. There was no VIP. And then went to another website. No VIP. Went to another website. VIP, Reg. <sighs> like, they had one one ticket seller that was selling VIP tickets for, like, an extra 25 quid. And we're like, oh, what are we going to do? Where else are you playing? London might be good, right? Should we go for a trip to London? Again, I shouldn't have asked. Nope. So, yeah, we got tickets for London VIP, um, which to kind of jump to a, the very end of the story was the best gig we could have possibly picked VIP for as well. Yes. Oh, 100%. Word. Oh, my word. So, anyway, skip forward three or four months. We set off. On Friday, Friday morning, drove all the way to London. Mm-hmm. Reg was excited. He wanted to go for Okonomiyaki before the gig. 
Um, mm-hmm. which if you watch our baby metal video, the baby metal Wembley video, take him for Japanese cabbagey meaty pancake thing. Yeah. And it was wonderful. So we went and did that. We had a lovely little day just mooching around London, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then it was only to try and contain myself because yeah. I was just like a little firework. Exactly. Ready to go exactly. Off. So, um, but we had to be at the gig venue, which was the shepherd's bush, uh, the bush hall. Mm-hmm. basically for about five thirty, so we thought all right we'll aim to get there for four thirty, so we're at least ready and we get there we don't really know where we're going i've, I've been to shepherd's bush a couple of times but it, it's it's bigger than i remember and i don't think go much past the empire i think it was mm. um so we start walking following google maps and it just starts getting shadier and shadier <laughs> yeah it was not a nice place <laughs> it's, it's a bit unpleasant um but we're like all right the, the venue's going to be around here somewhere and we get up to this building and it's it's bush hall and we're like here it is oh, hmm. oh this is bush it, hall. it looked horrible from the outside like a tiny little weird nice. like if, if you imagine a village hall yeah from the outside like a little crappy village hall yeah, not like a exactly. decent nice lovely no, expensive one like a little old-fashioned crappy one it looked like that from the outside yeah yeah and um and we get there it's about r4 so an hour before VIP lets in, and there's no one there. And we're like, mm, this is weird. Maybe there's no VIP people other than us. Maybe no one else was bothered. Oh, well, let's go to a pub. So we thought, right, we'll find a pub around here. We're quite nervous. Mm, <laughs> Just, you know, very. you walk in, the, the piano stops playing, and everyone stares at you. But, you know. Um, and we found a lovely little pub with uh, big leather seats. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. So we had to sit down, and Reg was uh, just heavy breathing for about an hour as he was getting excited. Yeah. And then we thought, right, we'll head off. We walked down to the venue, and there was about 10, 12 people there. So we're like, okay, good. It's not just us. We get in the queue, we wait a bit, and then out comes a guy with uh, a handful, like an arm covered in lanyards, with Stephen Page VIP access tickets. Yeah, we did. And we're like, no way, I didn't know we got, we got lanyards. Amazing. Um, and he hands them all out to us, and then they go, right, in, in you go. Um, the the um, Basically, the, the perks of VIP was early entry, like two hours early entry. Um, you got to watch the sound check. You got a meet and greet. You got a signed item and a photo uh, and early access to merch and stuff and first, you know, priority access to the actual show. So we go in, um, and there's a little kind of lobby, first of all, with a bar. And then they go, oh, right, just through there. They, that's where the uh, actual gig is. And the door opens, and I hear one of the Bare Naked Ladies' best songs, Jane, hear that sort of drifting out, like, through the door. I'm like, oh, hang on, this started. The girl works at the store, sweet Jane St. Clair. Hope was dazzled by her smile while I shopped there. Songs while she dyed my hair. Change body, but I can't decide which side I'm on. Change decided, only cow will stay while traders run. Change, change. Doors open. And there at the end of this 
beautiful room. Like, yeah, you would like never know it was and there. Everything. Yeah, and all these kind of ornate sort of, you know, fixtures all around. It, I don't and know how carpet. to describe it. Yeah, and carpet. That was bizarre. Very bizarre. Carpeted gig venue. I don't think I've ever been to another carpeted gig. No. No. So, um, yeah, and, and Austin, you know, at this point, in front of us, like about eight, nine people. The only way I can through describe this door. it is, you know... When you always see when like in, in cartoons and like sitcoms and stuff, when someone dies and they go up to heaven right? and then the, the, <laughs> the pearly gates open up. I exactly get what you're getting at here. It's an extreme ex- explanation, but I totally understand. You're right. You are That's right. exactly what it was like. Yeah. I was like... Because these oh doors open and there they are just standing at the other side, side of the room just playing. And it's like, hey, come on in, guys. Yeah. Take a like, seat. The weather's know. warm. Yeah. Like, it's lovely what? over here. And... <laughs> This guy, you know, that's 10 years since we've seen him and just I've kind of this this moment has built up as well yeah. over, over the 10 years, not just in the last four months, just in like, we just want to see Steve again. Yes. Excuse me. So, yeah, we kind of, you know, the doors open and there it is. And then we just kind of walk towards the front. You don't want to go quite to the stage. You just sort of stand in there. And there's, you know, not that many people I think maybe 40, 50 yeah, 40. VIPs in total. Mm. We're all just standing around watching it all happen. And they play a bit of Jane and then it stops and then they're like, okay, and you know, and it is, it's not just, I thought it might be like, oh, they're just going to do like a bit of a mini gig, a mm. sound check in inverted commas, but it, it was a genuine sound check because they were having big problems. They couldn't work out, yeah. sum it up with his sound on his monitors and um, the, basically it's a Stephen Page trio that are touring uh-huh. um, and the cellist, um, Kevin Fox, Kevin Fox um, he clearly, he knows his stuff. Mm. So he was kind of right. He was talking to to the guy on the on the sound booth at the back, going, "Okay, can we um can we raise up you know um drop drop out forty um get it up to three twenty um bring in there. I want the yeah we're not hearing any bottom end. So can we can we increase that and all this lingo and just like this is amazing. This yeah, is as Steve and Craig are just like dicking around <laughs> on guitars and keyboards and stuff. Just yeah, like, there's a bit where he's, he just, Steve goes over to the piano. And he's just like doop doop doop. And he's like, guys. <laughs> Guys, guys, guys. Yeah. I'm trying to hear stuff here. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it took ages. They, they went well over on Soundcheck as well because they yeah. just couldn't get it right. And in the end, they, they, they did uh, because it sounded amazing when eventually mm-hmm. when we got to the actual venue, when it's the actual gig. Um, and that all finished. They played a song and they went... Um, and you could tell straight away, though. I mean, they've done about six gigs up to this point, I think. And uh, Steve was having trouble. His voice yeah. was a bit croaky. They're like, oh, no, he's losing his voice here. And um, he obviously didn't want to quite... It probably sounded worse in soundcheck because he didn't want to overdo it at all. Mm. Um, but we were like, oh, this... Yeah. I hope this is just a bad throat. This isn't what Steve's become. And I think it was. Oh, yeah. Um, but they started playing... Um, Indecision. Indecision, which is... I mean, it's off... Um, off his second, no, it's off his first, that's page one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, in fact, so we mentioned page one before. He's got a newer album which came out last year. Heal Thyself, part, part one. one. Instinct. Um, which is it, like absolutely Just amazing incredible. as well. Just as good. Um, so, without playing that, and they get about halfway through it and they stop and they're like, all right, should we, um, should we leave that one out considering everything? And they're like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, oh. So we just heard a song we're not going to hear in the main bit. Great. Yeah. And then they played another song and and then went, right, cool. All right, that'll do. Um, and then someone said, right, if you go upstairs to the upstairs, up to the bar upstairs, um, we'll open that up for you and, and Steve will come out and we'll do the meet and greet. I'm like, sweet. And you go up to this nice little cozy bar mm, and now awesome. he comes and um, someone offers him a chair and he goes, no, it's okay, I'm just going to lean. And we're like, all right, he's definitely, he's, he's unwell. 
Mm. But he's doing all right. And he does a bit of a meet and greet. We get photos. We get signed stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's just just wonderful. Like, it took me ages to even say hello to him when it was our turn. Yeah. So yeah. I just had this big smile on my face and exactly. he's like, you're right there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and he's like, look down and his hand was out and I'm like, oh. ah, ah, handshake, handshake. Yeah. And I was like, Reg, stop. No, don't shake your hand. Literally go in to shake his hand. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Steve. And I like, shook his hand. He's like, hi Reg, how are you? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Is everything all right? I want my photo taken now, please. Yeah. You. Oh my God. And then he gave me a signed photo and I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. Personalised as well. Personalised. Mm-hmm. I even got my name on it, Reg. Are, are you what? proud? You proud life? of me. Proud of me. I believe it. What? I mean, I'm never going to sell it, but I just, I just like, I don't know. I don't know why I don't want I always have my, have my stuff personalised. If yeah. it's not personalised, then it, pff, what's the point? Fair enough. Like, I, like That's the, um, the Manu Bennett picture you got me. I've wrote on to Reg in, in his handwriting. <laughs> Well, you, you, you've actually been to things when Manu Bennett was there. You could have, I reckon you could have taken it and gone, hey, look, I've got this, it's signed, but it's not been personal. Could you just write two reg on it? I bet he wouldn't charge for that. Like, look, I've already, like, that's already it. got no, my no, money. Because he's back in Deathstroke. Yeah. Well, he's back in Arrow as Spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> then uh, there's that. Yes. But anyway, so we did that little meet and greet thing. <clears throat> and then um, he, he went off and it was about... 45 minutes till they were letting in, I think. Mm-hmm. So we went to the bar and stuff and mooched around and then decided we should really go downstairs and wait by the doors to the actual venue, which was another little bar with the merch yeah. table. Um, and we were obviously a bit eager because the merch wasn't even ready to sell yet. But and I'm like, Reg give me like, everything. Everything, all of it, <laughs> all of the things. Um, and we wait there for, like I say, about 40 minutes. And we are very well placed. Mm. Like we're maybe third or fourth in line to go in maybe no sixth in fact because that that's relevant because eventually half seven rolls around we bought all our merch by this point which was good and the doors open and we're like right come on and then these other four people are in before us and we go up to the stage and there's quite a lot plenty of room for all six of us probably more to stand at the front mm-hmm. and two of them go off to the left <laughs> two of them go off to the right leaving the middle of the stage completely empty I don't get. I don't understand. I'm like, okay. So the point where then I'm, I'm dead center, absolutely yeah. dead center. Like the mic is is right in between my eyes. Um, so I'm like, Steve's gonna be right there, and my neck is gonna hurt because he's he's above me. Um, and then Reg is just to the side, which is probably a slightly better uh, vantage point. Well, it was because I could see the set list, well, which, which was amazing, <laughs> and I could steal his beer so if I wanted the, to as well, which thing. is even so, better. He, um, the, yeah, we're waiting and the support act comes on, um, and they're from Manchester. Blackheart Orchestra. Yeah, it isn't far from us. Um, and they're like, we've had a fun day today. It took us six and a half hours to get here. We're like, from Manchester, it took you six and a half hours. This wasn't a conversation we were having with them, with me and Rex, to each other. Six and a half hours. It took us three and a half. Like, it was one of the best drives to London I think I've ever experienced. But that was one of the funny things. That only afterwards I clocked onto this because mm. the couple that were I was chatting to From at Warrington. the end of the gig would sort of went, mm-hmm. it's like, well, probably from a different, complete different place. And then right. at the end of it, the guy was like, oh, mate, you're, like, Sing Along was amazing. He's like, whereabouts are you from? And we're like, oh, we're from Chester. And it's like near Liverpool. He's like, yeah, we're from Warrington. I'm like, yeah. why did we all come all the way to London for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing in Manchester. And I was like, I <laughs> loved it. But too. he was legendary, that yeah. guy. And like, literally from the very first, dun, we both went, there's a melody. And then we just like straight away, like, yeah, just like loving yeah. life. Yeah. 
There's a melody somewhere inside of me I can hear it but can't get it out of me In my head it is soaring But when it comes out it is all the same note There's a melody somewhere inside of me I can hear it but can't get it out of me In my head it is soaring But when it comes out it is all the same note There's a melody somewhere inside of me I can hear it but can't get it out of me In my head it is soaring But when it comes out it is all the same note but it was it was the moment then when the 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 sport band finished and then they started setting up and they brought up the set list and before that I'd gone oh Reg the set list is going to be right there I don't know whether I want to look at it yeah no I was and I then was... it came out and immediately we look at it and pr- pretty much everyone around us is like what what's on it and we're reading through it and like every single song is just <laughs> our voices were just getting higher and higher like oh, oh yeah oh, this and then this oh my god this <laughs> to the point where I think you saw Break Your Heart. Yeah. And you were like, he's going to play Break Your Heart. And then you saw What a Good Boy. He's playing What a Good Boy. And then the last song, Call and Answer. He's doing Call and Answer. You'll never get that in a gig. No. Like, even when the ladies toured, they never did that combo All of, them. of no, tunes exactly. together. And, but and also, just, on the drive just... down, you went on, on a, like, Setlist FM, was it? I yes. Mean, yeah. And um, and looked at what the set lists were for the other gigs. And it was only like 10 to 12 songs. And, you know, and there was a bit of a mix of them. But this set list was about 20 songs. We're like, oh, yeah. OK, maybe they just didn't put all of them down or maybe they're just going to make a selection. Um, but um, the, the the guys behind us were like, oh, what, what's that? What song's that? What's, what's he doing? Oh, and tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel as well. Yep. And I live Which, with it every yes. day. Again, tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel is a perfect example of an amazingly kind of funny, upbeat song about a horrible subject. Yeah. It's literally about a guy who falls asleep at the wheel and describes how, like, the car flips over and then has to get cut open with the jaws of life, but he's dead and he's just watching it all um, from above, floating above, and there's just so much. I've never seen so much blood. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's so good. And it is one of the songs... The, the last moment is it like absolutely top of his lungs. And this combination as well, these kind of three or four songs, like they've all got that. Yeah. This is going to be and his tough. His voice isn't good. His like, voice isn't we're... good. Is he going to be able to do it? So he comes on, and we're. It's the nice thing is we're surrounded by all these VIPs. Everyone's got the lanyards, and so clearly in the midst of the the Uber fans. Yeah. Um, and he starts singing as a melody, and everyone's just like amazing. Yes. And the more songs he goes through, the the crowd's just loving it and loving it and loving it, and. I think was it what a good boy. So the bit when everyone, when he just literally just stands back. Yeah. So um. So he so he so went he, to get a yeah. note, didn't he? So I was gonna say so so he started off with there's a melody and everyone like there's a few people that were singing along yeah. like about half the crowd were like oh, there's a melody somewhere yeah. inside of it. Because it's, like, it's the new album and, and then so not everyone's gonna have and it. And then he did Jane. And then yes, everyone it. just went mental. Everyone and he was like, it. oh my God. Oh, and then everyone started singing it. And he had the biggest smile on his face yeah. like ever. He was like, 
this is amazing. He let us do like yeah. a little bit Back of it to ourselves, but he was just like, brilliant. Yeah. But then... And he's... that's 50-50 on like, uh, like, I like this. I'm going to let everyone sing it. And like, this is good. I don't have to sing. Yeah. My, like, my and voice. then it got to What a Good Boy. And he just done the... And then uh, before he could even get yeah. his mouth to the microphone, the entire, and I mean the entire venue, was like, when I was born. And he just, you yeah. could see him like, oh my god and it was like the little tear in his eye was like this is amazing and he just took a step back didn't say a single word took a step back and played even missed a few chords because he was so emotional over it all it was Mm -hmm. like it was perfect and we sang the entire thing he joined in every now and again but the whole crowd sung everything and at the end of that song he was like thank you so much that was incredible like, yeah. like that was amazing was it, thank you there was a song that he did before though where he um he, he right towards the beginning within the like, first second or third line he couldn't his voice broke at the line i think it was well department was it yes um oh no, actually i think it was i live with it every day that's that. what it was one of them but then like the, the i think the vips knew straight away obviously we knew that he had a problem with his voice yeah. so everyone was expecting something and I think at that point, the whole crowd obviously could then tell, oh, there's something wrong with his voice. And, it, you know, that could go one or two ways, but it was like, right, we need to help him out. Yeah, I think. we really need to help yeah. him out. Yeah, because it's not like, oh, he's he's just got a bad voice nowadays. I think everyone was like, yeah, he's not well, which yeah. is I'm glad it felt like everyone made that assumption. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's pretty much the whole the whole gig, everyone's singing along. And there was, there's notes in some of these songs that are the absolute highlight of them. Yes. Like, the, pretty much towards the end, he will bell out this, this, this amazing note, like, not necessarily high, but just kind of powerful. And as you've got this build-up to it, partly because you knew he wasn't well... It's get you're getting nervous about it. You're like, so do it. He's gonna bump. do it. He's gonna do it. He's gonna go for it. Yeah. And then this one was it. What a good boy. No. So was, break your heart. Break your heart. We he, he he started off break your heart, and then he was like, because <clears throat> yeah, he he couldn't hit a note of it, and you could see he was angry. And he was like, <clears throat> again, and then he literally put his hand in his pocket, and you could see him clench his fist. Yeah. And he he like he's just, going for it. I think just, I turned to him and went, he's gonna do it, Reg. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just went for it. And because this actually is a shouting part, it's not yeah. just a that's just thing, it's like, it's a, Ow! No, I love you, yeah. and I'll be okay. It is, it is that, and that I've got yeah, right, right. what I want. Right. You are a man, what do you think that I am? My heart will be fine Just stop wasting my time And now I know that you'll be okay And that I've got what I want And that's the real of you Goodbye The point the point of that line 
It's the, it, it is so like it's. I mean, it's about like kind of you know a, a breakup and everything, and it is. This is this is shouting in the you know in in the argument with you. Your, your partner it, yeah and that's totally what he's recreating and he so he does it at the top of his lungs mm-hmm. and he just he nailed it he absolutely well and true nailed, nailed it, it. i with had the gruffness so many tears in bad, my eyes bad voice though which made it as well yeah but i was gone yeah like oh, so i was singing along and just like screaming and loving it and yeah. then i turned to the guy who i was singing along with and i was just like Wiped exactly. tears from my eyes i mean what a good boy i was like the the minute it was like when i dropped out of school um and he, he that line like my eyes i was like oh my god you need to just i was trying to sing along but i'm wiping my face just like continuously and i think at one point like um thingy craig um craig northy craig northy just the, sort of took a look guitarist. at me and i'm just like literally just doing yeah. my mind. he was thinking what is he doing because he looked at me for a few seconds yeah. like what are you doing i'm like <laughs> when I was born. he's gotta be used to it by now yeah <laughs> That's what <laughs> but it yeah. was it was just unbelievable yes. i mean no. two on course yeah it's very true absolutely but th- we talked about the bare naked ladies gigs for how they have the banter and they yes. just go off on one and start you know riffing and stuff um this had that so the, the yeah, two new guys one one especially like craig northy it's just so dry and <laughs> but um, so funny he's amazing when he, funny, co- he comes out with something it's just hilarious mm-hmm. um and steve just is always he, he's always been funny yeah. um and there's lots of there's lots of little kind of chatty bits with the crowd and stuff, and um, telling a story about one of the songs is about how uh, Jesus came to Jesus came to me last night, a, and he tells a story of of how Jesus came to him and everything, and thought he was in the Beatles and things. As you just go and go and see him, and, and you'll understand. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, all, all this sort of stuff. It felt like really good and just off the cuff and really good well fully formed stories and then there's a little bit where they um he's going on about this is like this is the the happy riff so you play any happy song strum. happy strum you play this the, um this drum you can't help but be happy and there's loads of songs that fit in with it and sang my girl to it and um oh, oh, bloody, oh, bloody, oh, bloody, and things yeah. um wow boys but yeah <laughs> as he then goes into one of his songs that uses it um but and all that together just absolutely made it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, two encores, and he finishes, um, and we we go home. Well, we go back to the hotel, um, and shortly after, we look at Twitter, and there's a tweet from him saying, "London, that was one of the best shows I, I've ever experienced. I will never forget it." Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like absolutely, I'm so glad yeah. that wasn't well, just glad we did us. London. No. Yeah, it wasn't just our feeling. So that, as a whole, like the VIP experience um, and the gig itself, it was amazing. He went played for two hours um, with that voice as well. Yeah, and it was just perfect. Um, but so as we explained, so um, we had. I tell you what, this is going to kind of almost finish on a downer, but maybe it's not because we've got tonight's gig to go to. We do have so, tonight. Um, we have three gigs that we're going to. So Birmingham was last night. Um, and we're like, all right, well, we 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 don't need to get there too early. I don't really want to see the support act again. They weren't really that great, um, especially if we're not going to if we're going to have to sit through them three times. Um, so let's go to the pub and order fifty chicken wings. Fifty and, chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, there was a pub near near to the venue last night in Birmingham, the Hare and Hounds, and 
they had ten. Chi- this is very important. Ten chicken wings for like four pound eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Thirty for seven pound thirty nine, or fifty for eleven pound something. Eleven pound nineteen. So we're like, why, why would we not get fifty? So we ordered this mountain of chicken wings, twenty five mm-hmm. dead chickens, but it was good. Yeah, it was nice. We got we ate over thirty, and that was what was important. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so we finished them, got to the gig for like nine o'clock. It's going to come on. It's about ten to nine. And we're kind of there, you know, not by the front, not not towards the back, sort of in a bit of an awkward place. And people kept walking past us to try and go to, go to the exit or to go to the toilet and things like that. So it was a bit, I don't know, there's a, a lot of things added up to I mean this could never have lived up no. to London. And I think now, that's the issue in it, especially because yeah. it's only a couple of days after it. And that well. is not to say it wasn't an amazing gig because he came out on stage and his voice still wasn't recovered, but he clearly, I think he'd gotten worse in like physically. He, he, he looked like he was ill. Yeah. Like well, he had he, to sit down for a certain well, point. Well, he said, didn't he? He was yeah. like, sorry, I've suffered from like this bug. Yeah. But um, the point is he didn't say anything about that at London. No, he didn't he did not. mention it. People just had to kind of work it out. Cause I think he was just like, no, it's just my voice. I'm going to get through this. But at this point it must've been so bad that he just, he had to, you know, tell everyone, look, I'm really sorry. I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to but, skip out half yeah, the set list. Yeah, I don't... Well, again, no, I, don't I, don't even, I don't think it was so, that. It's just having, like, yeah. about 20 songs, like 15 to 20 songs that he played when we seen him. Yeah, and he did, like, like 10. 12, yeah, 10 to 12 or something like that. It was a, it was much shorter. It had yeah. similar sort of bantery bits, but cut-down versions of them. Yeah, messed-up versions of the, yeah. Uh, of the stories. Yeah, you could tell it's... it's his he, he head was just a clearly a bit foggy and he just couldn't get yeah his... it was the bit when he was like oh i've gone all folky sorry i've had to sit down i'm like oh my god he's yeah. not good like there was this whole running thing going on at the london gig about the um, what was it It was the festival they were going to put on of non-confidence of non-confidence on <laughs> just i don't even remember yeah. where it came from but he it's just because it was... steve went to sing something didn't he but he was yeah, like, mm-hmm. like really quiet yeah. to himself and then craig was like picked up on that new right, direction that's yeah, it, um, non-confidence singers then, where yeah. just don't commit to the song yeah and then it was the, the non-committal one wasn't it and then yeah. the last one was um the different song yeah um thing where your hand plays one song and your and mouth you... sings the other <laughs> It's just, so it's just, it just, it was brilliant, and and this just didn't have that. And no. again, he still sounded great. It was still amazing hearing some of the, the songs because he, you know, I think but, if you, yeah, if you didn't go to look, if that's your first one, you'd be like, oh my god, like that was so he, good, that he's ill, but that was so good. Yeah. It was amazing. I'm so happy. But the problem is, London was a top three gig at least, like top three ever. Oh, me. that that was my best ever yeah. gig. I'm I'm still kind of placing it. I think I'm still like. The, the further I get away from it, I think it will be just like, yeah, that's, uh, it's, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. But a bare minimum top three. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it didn't quite have that same feeling, but was still great. As a, as a gig goes, beats yeah. hands down 99% of other gigs you go to. Yeah. And now this is the, the sad thing. So I was saying before that we went to see Benny Ladies Minor Steve with, a, with an ash. Yeah. Um and I was like, Oh my I'm not looking forward to this. Mm. And then I was like, Ash, you're coming to Manchester this evening. Mm. And she was like, Right, okay, brilliant. And I was like, last night, the minute he started, he was like, Yeah, I've got this bug thing. I'm like, Oh no, Steve. Steve, when he used to be on like top form tomorrow, so I could be like, This is why I've been so excited. Because I on the uh, the London thing, she was out on the 
the Friday night when we were in London. So she yeah, was like she was recovering, out. dead in bed, just like so hungover. And I just rock up with a massive smile on my face, like, baby, woo! And it's like poking her and being really annoying. And she's like, leave me alone. And like claws her face and stuff. Um, but I was like, right, she needs to experience Steve Page because mm-hmm. she's never seen him live. No. And this is what I can't get in my head. She's seen the ladies, but she's not seen Steve Page. Yeah, it's odd. <laughs> it's weird. Very odd, very odd. It's very weird. So mm-hmm. she's going to hear what she thinks is like an Ed song when she'll be like, oh, Steve sings that as well. I'm like, no, this was Steve's song. Ed just sings it. <laughs> but I'm like, it's so many things. Like she's never heard What a Good Boy live. She's never heard Brian Wilson live with mm. him. Like that's going to be the one where she'll be like, well, that's weird. And I could be like, which version do you prefer? <laughs> And then she'll say the Steve Page version because obviously I'm in love with Steve Page. Okay, right. But it's it's weird. It's going to be so interesting to to yeah. see what she thinks yeah. about it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what's going mm. to impress. Oh, here we go. Here's some trick or treaters. Jeez. Uh, it's, it's Halloween night when we record oh, this. Is, I'm very it? surprised that we've not had any knock on the door yet while we've got been anything? recording this. No. But it's a good job we're leaving in three minutes. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. So but, in um, fact, actually, yeah, it's. We do need to go. It's that time now, but I'm I'm nervous but excited. I've yes. got a feeling it's going to be the last one of, of well, England. So he's going to be like, yeah, he loves I, Manchester. Well, this is they the thing. always reference Doesn't how much everyone, they love Manchester. Manchester is absolutely Manchester, I, the music. One Manchester, it, Manchester of you, I'm sure lots of people disagree, but I think the music capital of the UK. Wild. It has just got such a pedigree. Yes, and bands. It's one of the you know if someone's going to going to do a couple of gigs. In, in the UK, they'll do they London, they'll do Manchester, do Manchester, and there's a reason for it. Manchester crowds are always it's amazing. It's banging. It is. It's town yeah. central. Wow. You're really, like, placing this podcast in time now, aren't you? People aren't going to be able to listen back to this. Like the streets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like a right gate. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I think that's, I think part of it, Last night was the the venue and the crowd a bit. Sorry, yep. Birmingham crowd, not not bad bad. I, I I just it couldn't have compared it's to the crowd in London you when Steve tells you to sing. That's true. You were yeah. I was shushed that. by a guy who was like, "I've came here to hear, listen to Stephen Page." Mm-hmm. And like, fuck yeah. you. He asked me to sing along, and asked I am me singing along. Yeah. You dick. Yeah. <laughs> but <sighs> Manchester, well, it's a great venue. It's a place Death called the Deaf Institute, incredible, um, which is lovely. It's such a nice venue. Um, and you know it's kind of small, but it's it's just it's just it's got right. the crowds and it's got the venue and it's um and I, I think hopefully an extra day of recovery. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. Um, yeah. So that's where we're off to now. Uh, we'll we'll give you the lowdown next week. We won't go on about it for an hour. No, um, because we'll just, there was plenty of stuff about the we'll Paris Games you, Week. I thought I was going to fit into this as well. But exactly, there's all that. I'll That'll be next chance. week. Yeah, and and um, I need to go on about why um, Batman listens to K-pop. Yeah, yeah, you do. You do. I do. Yeah, you do. Need Leave to do with that. that. The thing is, I think he'll have loved this so much. He will be back. Oh yeah, like a year, two years, maybe. He'll come back to tour. He'll we'll do it two. again. It'll happen because we, this we is we doing well. Then he sold out a few venues and stuff. He'll come back yep. and do part two. Exactly. In time. Exactly. All in good time. Nine. Yes. But <laughs> but anyway, if you hear this tomorrow and you happen to live up in Scotland, go to Glasgow and watch him. He's playing Wednesday and, and Thursday night. If you do live night. in Scotland, someone in particular, and you haven't got tickets to go see Steve Page You're in Glasgow, for shame. Mm. For shame. Very much so. Yeah. But Love anyway, it. 
That's We're it. off to Manchester right, to go to... see Mr. Page. Yeah, Manchester, yeah. Mr. Page. So, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>